Hi guys, welcome to the Studio 7 Fitness Podcast with your host Michael Lindsay. Hope everyone is good and had a good week. This is episode number six and episode number six is going to be another guest interview and been trying to get this guy in for a long time. Um, good buddy of mine but also very well respected in the fitness field. He's an online trainer as well as a uh, gym floor trainer as well um super guy very very um good mindset and very positive guy uh, mr alan devan out of adf we call him alan devan fitness um we're going to explore a little bit about his his i suppose um got a background in fitness and in general um in sport i know he's big into the to, to, to sport into gaelic football so yeah without further ado welcome mr alan devan Thank you, Michael. Um, pleasure. Been waiting to get on for a while with um, hectic schedules and holidays, so we're finally here at last on a beautiful Thursday evening. Stunning, beautiful weather. I hope this is not the end of the summer anyways. Um, but before we kind of get into more recent stuff, I just want to strip it back a little bit. Um, I'm going to go back just to where I had the pleasure to meet um, Mr. Devan. Uh, I was working in the Europe Hotel um and resort if you haven't been go it's a beautiful hotel there on the lakes of Kalani so um you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong I think it was around I started in 2010 I was a few years there and the membership was going really well um but I was all over the shop I was on split shifts and everything and I said to them you know they promised me to get someone in uh, to give us a hand um earlier on but um it got to a point where you know we needed someone so we put it out there and you know I was uh, reading um various cover letters and uh, Alan Devans uh, popped up onto the desk and definitely saw something in it. Very, very good cover letter. Um, it really struck me. So said it to, to the spy manager and in comes Mr. Devan and, um, you know, they liked what they saw and, um, you know, he brought him in. So he, we were working together for a good few years, weren't we? That's right, Mike. Yeah. Um, October, what do we know? 2013. So it was around, I think it was August time. I I met a cousin actually at a, a memorial mass, and she was like, "The Europe are looking for a trainer." I trained her. Michael's a great guy, and I wasn't really fussed. I was like, "The Europe, I'm not pushing up for there." Like <laughs> people were telling me, "Go and drive and see," and I was like, "God, I'd never stick it there. That's five stars." I'm completely. I'm just a country boy. But uh, eventually, I put the CV in, and uh, I think I was working in the Clarny Sports and Leisure here at the time, and I was down in the pool, and I was changing chlorine and. Next thing I got this phone call from the Europe and will you come in for an interview and I went in and uh, I suppose I was so laid back on the day of the interview with and they spoke really highly of you as well which is great and but I was so laid back and I wasn't really fussed about because I was really happy in the Clarny Sports and Leisure Centre but I went and they gave me a couple of trial days and I suppose uh, that's where the, our relationship kicked off. Yeah. Do you remember your first shift? Do you remember you got you the times wrong? Horrified. <laughs> I'm a man who's in time for everything and I'm a bit of a perfectionist and I'll never this forget. Is, yeah, this is funny because I knew you were, you were sick with yourself because you were like, I'm never late. And it wasn't like you were late, you were just, it was just a different time. I think it was half six, I think it was seven you thought it was or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mixed up the times <laughs> and my first day uh, I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Especially when I was on trial, I was fretting it, but uh, thank God we started it out in a way. Oh no, no, it was silly, like it was... It was only the time, but I could tell you uh, from that day, you know, you were definitely like me because I, I hate being late for stuff, you know. I'll be perfectionist like that as well. So, um, so yeah, so Alan came in and, um, you know, we you know we just clicked, you know, it was a good working relationship, but also, you know, 
good similar interest even though he's a Man United fan so we don't really want to yeah, there we, be being a Liverpool fan but uh, I think that's the only thing we have uh, against each other I think we yeah. did hit it off straight away I remember the first day when in the interview now they spoke of you they ran about Michael this tall <laughs> Englishman I just pictured this big buff old English. oh geezer <laughs> I thought when you came to the next day I met this lovely softly spoken man in the Europe like, Jesus not what I pictured because of course on East End or something yeah a bit of a Phil Mitchell character <laughs> oh geezer let's go to the gym but no, um, we hit it off straight away from day one. I remember just being around there with you and we uh, talking about football, soccer, and even GA at the time. You were big into the Mayo, and we just hit it off. And here we are today, six years later, best of buds. Yeah, definitely. And um, we'll talk about inner circles and stuff later on because, um, you know, we're, we're being kind of each other's, if you know what I mean. Um, there's a few people in there where, you know, you not only respect, but, you know, you'd, you'd kind of... You know, I said you got the call or the text. You'd you'd go and you'd <clears throat> you'd be there for them. So, um, uh, so going back a little bit further to when I didn't know you, going back to I suppose an early early uh, early teenage Alan Devan. Um, you know, just say Alan's from Port McGee, so it's a beautiful part of Kerry, South Kerry. I've been down there. I was down there for New Year one year. Great time, yeah, <laughs> and um, beautiful down there near the Skellings of Lynchester. So stunning if you don't get to, if you get a chance to go down there. Um, but growing up down there, what was it? A, what was it like? And was it kind of focused around the GA, the club, that type of scene? Yeah, um, basically, GA is the passion on there. And again, if you weren't into that, like just working wise, it'd be fishing, farming, tourism. Now was really starting to generate there, but it was always there. So work opportunity was limited. Um, obviously, I was finishing school at the time of the Celtic Tiger. Um, so there was a building boom on. My brother was a carpenter, so I kind of jumped on that trail. After I went to do a, a degree in sports and leisure in Tralee, yeah. that didn't work out. That was a year of parting. And uh, you know, when you're 17, you're living yeah, away from home, yeah, there, rural yeah. boy into a town, living with one of your best mates, Gary O'Driscoll. And we were just wild. We used to go Sunday night, Tuesday night, Thursday night. We never showed up. So I paid the price ultimately, which is fine because it's just led me down a different path into the carpentry and joinery, which was never my passion. Yeah. I remember where my brother's uh, workshop is, there's a gym next door, the GA club gym. I ended up working there. But I used to be inside there thinking, just what, what am I going to do in the gym tonight? Um, what am I going to have for dinner? I was always thinking of how to improve myself in the day. And yeah. it's just eventually the minute the bubble burst, as I said. Uh, I suppose it was 2010. Um, it was just after my father passed away and we I was just, then my sister passed away not so long after so I was we, we, we had a few knocks in life yeah that's tough but from those things it kind of made me realise look life is short I need to go after my passion and eventually I rolled into Limerick after all this and did an exercise and health fitness uh, NCF course and from there I got work straight away in that clubhouse which I would be walking beside every day in Skelly Grand just J yeah. Club Jim Pormigy so I got work in that I had that all organised before I even finished college actually wow. the day I finished college she told me, the lady told me that I'd have the, the job for the year um, I was supposed to start after Christmas but I was so eager I started before Christmas you just wanted to get going like who starts a job before <laughs> Christmas like Christmas week you, it shows you just mad to get going I just wanted to get going I just wanted to get my foot in the door and since then like it's just never slowed down it's only growing and growing and they told me at the time after their when you're on the college, don't go to doing fitness and exercise. There's no money in it. There's no yeah. future. There's no work. 
and now the industry is absolutely thriving like yeah. and there's limitless opportunities out there which is great and just goes to show if you listen to the wrong people you'll be sitting in a box in Port McGee you know exactly 100% and you know you have I think you're you know and I was only talking about that the last day and, and how the creative side of you is tend to be kind of drummed out of you um, and your passion you're kind of told through schooling and parents and peers or whatever and so you know you know you should get a good job get a, get a trade and you know but if you're going into that and I remember I did a bit of construction once there's not not knocking a construction business my dad's been in it his whole life and he can he's unbelievable he can do anything but I just didn't get that gene I was useless but you know I could fetch and carry but that was about it but uh, it, it wasn't where my passion lie I wasn't happy doing it and you know what I find if you're going to be working for most of your life pretty much and if you're going in every day not enjoying it and dreading it I don't think there's anything much worse than that really to be honest so um, and you know that probably that you know downturn in the housing and all that type of stuff was probably just a catalyst was it for you to okay find find something different or you know big time Michael it's funny you should say about your dad being able to do anything my older brother's the same I remember just going to houses with him and he does like kitchen stairs yeah, and yeah. he'd walk in and he'd be talking to say a lady who's eager to do her kitchen yeah. and he could visualise the whole kitchen like as it is and I, I just never got it yeah, I was yeah. like what is he on about like and yeah it's amazing I appreciate it and it's like uh, I wish I could but I just it wasn't yeah. for me like you know it wasn't where I was supposed to go same as that and then like walk into a room and you could literally analyse someone's squat what they're like and you could just look at their technique it's, it's great like yeah. that I finally found something that that not being big headed is something I, I seem to be good at and yeah, I, it's yeah. just na- it comes natural to me which is nice yeah but um, no definitely and, and when you came in <clears throat> you could tell that straight away the passion and you know we were obviously passionate about the business um, you know you were you both got positive mindsets as I said we you know you're you're really enthusiastic as well and you know we kind of gelled well I think in that in that regards um, and then when basically I decided to jump ship there a couple of years ago and, and Alan um you know, took over, took over the running of the running of the stuff, and again, it's gone strength from strength to strength. And um, you know, he's always been, you know, even though I was starting up a new business, you know, he was always going to be part of it in some way, shape, or form. So, you know, he's definitely kind of been in. You know, he's been, you know, helping me out whenever I needed it. So it's great. Um, and then so probably in the last um year or so, I probably you know, when, you know, in regards to kind of the online side of things, Alan, when did you? Um, and kind of talk me through that process about, um, you know, how you started to think, you know, okay, I can launch maybe something online and going down that route as well as you, I know you've got a passion for one-to-one training, which I do as well, being with somebody, but then, you know, obviously you can reach more people on, on, on the online platform. So how did that come about? Um, um, basically, Michael, you know, with a lot of my floor clients, it, it turned into a bit online as well, because I'd be training, but then I was constantly onto them, then like, you know, have you a night out now, let's plan your... Uh, macros and calories for the day um how was your week in the way did you did you eat clean did you stick to the plan so i was doing that kind of stuff and then i was like jesus this would be great online and i just seen other trainers doing it and i just had a passion to i just want to help more people like a lot of my friends moved away uh so i was constantly helping them online so then i just said look i'm gonna go launch into it and i'm really enjoying it it's a nice i'd never give up the floor work yeah i do enjoy being on the floor but the, i supposed to big thing in online is you've had more flexibility so you can work from anywhere um like it's not easy by any stretch of the imagination like you're still working hard it's just not as like physically demanding but mentally maybe that bit more more demanding than uh the floor sessions like but um no it's going well i'm very happy with it and um it's going to go surely it's going to go from strength to strength yeah no definitely it's it's only going to go one way 
and I know people who follow you and they said like you know that they love and watching your stories and and you just you know anything you're thinking you just throw it out there and it's great like <laughs> no but filter what, yeah but what I, what I found even more interesting was a, was a friend of mine said the last day and she said and it really resonated with her it was because even though you're pretty much you know all the time you know positive positive like you know we all tried to be and I tried to be but I remember one time and she saw it on your story you were like one day you were like lads do you know some days you're like Jesus come, you know <laughs> fuck this or something like that do you know it's kind of like you're like I'm just I just you know not not in great form and she she was like oh do you know he's you know it, it was it was a humanity you know it was just you you were honest and you were like there were some people might be you know pretending they're you know they're the positive ways you were like actually last today I'm just not feeling it you know yeah, so she, yeah. she she was she really liked that side of it you know yeah it's just pure honesty even this week no it's so warm at the moment like geez you were like oh melting away like and you're you know you're working hard and it's just things getting top of it but like i am who i am like i've no filter like i just put it out there if i'm feeling it like you know i'm yeah. an open book which is it's just my personality yeah i don't want to be, there's no bit of fakeness in me so we'll i think that suits me and like, people if they want to buy into it yeah but which they you, seem to do uh i think you need to be like that in, especially in this industry you know and just be honest and people will connect i find as well people connect and i just for our, our podcast there the other day and I probably went off a bit deep into it but um the feedback on it was like you know you know it was thanks for you know for being honest and you know people have the perception of trainers to be you know this and this and you know all about um you know physique or being buff and all this type of stuff they have a pre <coughs> kind of a pre feeling about them but um you know there's a lot more to it and if they're more honest I think people can relate to it and then you know as I said like you is more about helping as many people as possible and that's what I think I've been put here for, you know, in regards to, you know, in the last few years, I find on a path that I didn't maybe four or five years think I'd be on in regards to, the, you know, the mindset and, and the talks and the wellness stuff. But I think I always had that personality anyways, that caring personality, but it's it's now going into a place where, you know, I'm liking, liking the way it's going. But just in regards to your mindset, was it, um, I know you touched on it earlier, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but, you know, you, you had a bit of loss in the family and stuff when you were younger. Um did you find that had um, an effect on you, but in not necessarily in a negative way, obviously it was tough at the time, but you were like, okay, as you said earlier, you touched on it, but maybe develop that a little bit about, you know, I'm just going to grab life by the, by the horns and, you know, and life is short. Exactly. Like, um, look, everyone who gets bad crosses, bad cars, we just have to deal with them. But at the time, like I just, I just became very philosophical. Like I just remember my father's anniversary actually 10 years tomorrow. Michael was now, and he was a lovely man, just missing. But look, that's the car I was dealt. And I just remember being at his funeral and starting to think, like, you know, just the way life was just passing us by straight on. There were just guys going in and out to work and lads passing with tractors, people walking dogs, you know. And, like, not that his heart with life does move on. I was like, you know what, like, we just have to keep going with it like you know you can you can sit back and cry away at home or you can get out there and of course you're gonna have bad days and even 10 years later you'd still like father's day you, you get emotional and anniversary time but it's not that you you forget about them it's just you learn to adapt and then as he passed away in 2010 then my sister just suddenly dropped bernadette in 20 2011 yes so that was soon enough after which is sudden adult death syndrome which is unfortunate um but again from all that really bad dark times like it just kind of made me realize that life it literally can go on a flash like it's happened literally in front of in front of our family's eyes and and even like 
their own colleague there um, recently. Do you know yeah, Marius, there you go. So oh, he's on his way to work, like do you know. A colleague of ours, yeah, just two weeks ago, Marius. Like that, and that them days, it's like God. I just want to make every day count as best yeah. I can. I was kind of shook as well because the, the loveliest person you'd ever meet, like ever, <clears throat> and everyone. That's why everyone was so upset about it because you couldn't meet a nice person, a more hard work and honest person. And again, just going about his daily business, Polly was worrying that he might have been late for work or whatever, and um, you know he didn't get to work. So <clears throat> that's what I find is is literally like like that. It's gone. So the more opportunities, the more I find, and I've said I think on previous videos, the, I find the most disadvantageous thing, you know, in life for me is just going through the motions. You know, settling. Just oh. you know, I I couldn't think of anything worse than just plodding along. You know, not in a happy state. Just kind of okay. This is my life. I don't really like it, but I'm just going to have to do it. You know, don't see any kind of way out from that. <clears throat> I think that's quite sad because, you know, we have a huge opportunity to actually be sitting here chatting. You know, the odds of us being alive is so slim. And I think that we're put here for a reason. You're here for a reason. And so am I. And so is everyone. So but it's just realizing that. So I think, you know, a firm believer in whatever you want in life is literally just there in front of you. But people aren't in the mindset to see that sometimes, you know, and that's where we come in and we try and, you know, and there's some people, you know, it works with some people, you know, it just takes a bit longer. And some people, unfortunately, don't ever until maybe it's too late. And it's kind of, a, oh, they turn into, I wish I had people, you know. Exactly. Um, that That is, that's so true because people, a lot of people are just going through the motions and like just same shit, different day kind of things. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that and I think there could be a more worse saying than that. Like, you know, every day is different. Every day is a new chance. Like, of course, there's days where you might even want to get out of bed. To get up and exercise, set your alarm and eat clean. Of course you get sick of it. I'm doing a plan at the moment. There's times like, oh, I'm like, Jesus, yeah. this is painful. But like, the more you do it when you don't want to do it, the stronger your will becomes. Yeah, It builds mental resilience. Like there's, I'm always, I'm firm believing I'm doing tasks, tasks that, that are so monogamous, but so draining, but I, I'll do them just to prove a point to myself that I can do it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Kind of challenge yourself to, <clears throat> and like, and as the times and just w with the business, it's, She's doing when it first started, you know, 15, 16 hour days and you have to get up under four or five hours sleep and do it again. And you do just don't want to get up, but there's a purpose. There's a why there's like, you know, I've, I've, I want to, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it as, as to the best of my ability, literally, you know, and I, I had no under illusions. It was going to be an easy job um, uh, to establish any, any business, the same with the online business. You just got to keep grinding every day, even if it's one step, one little movement forward is, it, is, is progress, you know, and I use, you know, same with the clients in the gym and you see clients all the time and, you know, I'm kind of against some of these places with this weekly weighing kind of stuff and then what happens is people have people forget they've already probably lost a stone or two and then they'll go in and they've only lost a pound and they think that's just, that is or they've just maintained. But they've maintained a lower weight, which is massive. You know, it's just the mindset and then they're like, oh, I only lost a pound or two pounds. Like, that's a, that's a big amount, like, you know. So, uh, and I spoke to, to, to Shane Finn on the last one was about people see the top of the mountain but they don't see the mountain do you know that kind of way so they they just see it and they want there to be there next week or two weeks later so what's your kind of view on that in regards to people looking quick fixes and, and this type of stuff exactly mike well you've seen your like obviously online guys if you're following michael's photos from two weeks ago they're amazing you put in serious grafting over the 12 weeks um i'm going through a transformation myself at the moment um except august september doing um photo shoot into the men's physique show 7th of September and it's just constant graft every day like it's every decision now that you've to, to be yes. mindful of think about yeah. to get to the top of the mountain 
Like nobody sees they'll see you at the end of it now and they'll on the way in or they'll be telling you you've lost weight and you've lost weight you you lost too much weight yeah you look sick you you're going to, are you are you on a choker box or something someone told me last year and i know i know i'm going to get that again it's coming to that jeez you've lost a lot of weight you don't look great yeah you don't need to lose you don't need to lose anymore like and they don't see the the effort and the work and then at the end of it all then they'll see the photos online jesus you look amazing yeah 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 and it's the same actually when you left um the europe to open here I remember like members saying to me like why did Michael leave here this is your yeah, hotel I, I got that from loads of people inside and staff members like who were like Jesus you got a, a nice job here and good salary and you know it's tough business and there's a lot of gyms you know? and I started going Jesus have I made the right you know <clears throat> and then it, I remember even like I had an open day and you no, know, there wasn't much traffic through and I was like well, you know what, what have I done here like you know because you had so much negative from from outside and then rather than you know yeah you know good luck you know you're gonna smash it you know which you might get from one or two people like yourself and stuff but yeah it's kind of like i know people are i don't know i don't know it's kind of like you not willing you to fail but you know what i mean it's kind of like trying to dull down your your dream so to speak but uh and that's going to lead me on to my next one michael because i this is in a weird way i very rarely ask people for advice nowadays unless i nearly go with something myself and then i might get your opinion a few more but i've already got it done because yeah, yeah. everyone's going to give you their their thoughts and what johnny down the road might tell you will be completely different to your yeah you're probably right you're not gonna yeah you don't want to influence by you have so many different opinions like you say opening the business oh you can't leave there michael no no it's the best thing ever yeah, the members that like said you're flying it you're doing great yeah, yeah. The, the members that say to me no Jesus, oh, Michael's fine. No, they, there's no mention of the time where they doubted him, and yeah. I, I can nearly name them one by one that saying that you failed. Two years later, you're happy of flying into your third year, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of a challenge, and and you um you do you do struggle sometimes, but I think the will that I had to succeed, and and I've I've grown businesses for other people over the years, and then I thought, look. And I had a constant battle with with myself really for a few years. And you can ask all the, you know, Marie and all the guys inside that I was. Some days I'd be full of beans. Yeah, yeah, I can do it. And then the next day, why are you doing? You can't. How are you going to get the money to work in the business? How are you going to get the equipment? Who's going to come to you? You know, the, you know, there's so much competition. And then, you know, then the next day I might be positive, and it was just a constant until literally it was kind of now or never. And I'd kind of was falling out a little bit of love with the industry. I've been in it, you know, nearly seven years. I was kind of over the hotel side of things and then I was like look it's now or never um and you know thank god touch wood it's it's all going well it's it's not easy because people say oh yeah you're flying and you know you're still still a lot of bills to pay there's a lot of you know you're chasing your tail still but it's great you know it's established now and you know and it's been a great year or a couple of years to be honest so um just to just to go back to <clears throat> okay Al, we're just gonna Go back. You mentioned it briefly there um, a few minutes ago about because um, I did my three months transform- transformation with the same guys that you did. So I was getting the feedback from you, and you, and you were saying it was really good. You know, your photos are great. So it was something I'd never done before, and I've, I was trying to make this year a year of first for me. And I've done you know the skydive, the 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 transformation, the plan, the photo shoot, even a spray tan. <laughs> my first one. That's an experience. Um, but uh, take me back just to the point where you found out about it and the guys and you know what made you okay let's do this i've never done one before and then just discuss kind of what's coming up in september which is exciting yeah um so 
obviously I started building my online profile. I was I was constantly on Instagram and I still am obviously. And I was uh, at a manager's um, training day with Noel Kingston in the Europe. Um, he sadly departed us to newer ventures in England. Noel was a good man, but he mentioned about his friend uh, Chris Spearman that he was doing really well. You should check him out. And I started following Chris and. I actually was going to unfollow because I just didn't think he was the right guy for me. When it's funny, he just he was really kind of friendly. Anytime you tag him for a guy with so many followers, he'd always like share it and he'd always write back to you. And it was really personal because you know so many people on Instagram with the loads of followers, like they just it's they like throw you away like a, yeah, paste, kind of copy and paste kind of message. Yeah. yeah. So eventually, Chris was like, "Just um, you might jump on this academy and see how you go." And I joined it in May, and it wasn't really fussed. Like I was like, "Oh, I'm not in that bad shape." and Next thing I started kind of following, half following it, uh, his coach Wade Foster's like meal plans and training. So I was seeing results fairly quick and then I just kind of got really got into it. And then a few video calls. We have this video call every week with the trainers and Chris rang me up and he was like, any goals? And I said, nothing really particular, but he was, he said, why don't you just do a photo shoot? I said, me? A photo shoot? <laughs> I'm from Daddy Port McGee. I don't be getting that. Uh, from Port McGee. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to get my kid off and... Uh, <laughs> But sure, I did it. It was it was hard going during the summer, like, and I was doing it last summer when I was parting hard, like, and I managed to pull off a fairly good transformation, like. Did. I remember you had a few things on, didn't you? Yeah, I had a lot of wedding stags, and I was basically drinking every weekend, but I managed to to look fairly decent at the end of it, and I just got the the urge for it. Then I spent the winter then trying to put on a bit of mass because I was always doing you know, lean and mm. fast metabolism and GA. I wasn't playing the EGA, so I put on a nice bit of size. I hit ninety two kilos, like and I was fairly buff. You were big. Um, but so that was the plan, and then I signed up in January after my bit of a bulk, but I was only finished about in April. But I signed up for this men's physique show. Uh, so it's basically you step on a stage, hand up to the gills, and you do some <laughs> posing in your underpants. As I told my mother last week, <laughs> why, say why won't you eat your potatoes? Look, mom, I'm doing a men's physique show. I'm stepping on the stage in my underpants. <laughs> I'm going to have no hair on my body. And I'm going to be very, very, ah, Jesus, what are you doing that for? But uh, it's the 7th of September. I'm uh, 10 weeks out now. Um, going well. Getting, I'm a lot leaner now than I was with that bulk. So I'm putting in uh, cardio sessions four or five times a week. Um, you just see things going up and up. So cardio will go up. Still yeah. training in the gym. Food will come down and I should be fairly lean, fairly troker boxish by the end of it. <laughs> and uh, that is the 7th of September. Along the way, I have two photo shoots booked just to keep me accountable. And uh, yeah, I haven't regretted uh, getting a trainer. And it's something that I kind of held back on because I thought it was a sign of weakness. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Even people said to me, first, was like, what do you need a trainer for? You're a trainer. But like, it's the more you need someone. When you're dealing with 20, 30, 40 people a week, looking after all their food, nutrition, training, you just forget about yourself. Exactly, and that, that's what happened to me, yeah. And it's not a sign of weakness, it's a sign you're trying to grow. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's what anyone should do in any area of life. If you're struggling in anything, it could be maths for your leaving cert, it could be, it could be mindset stuff. Get a counsellor, get a, a grinds teacher. Seek someone that's uh, successful or that you want to be like and implement their strategies. And I'm telling you, you can achieve any goal you want then. Yeah, I mean, just echoing that really, because on the back of that, Alan recommended Chris and and, and Wade, and, and I I signed up <clears throat> again. Wasn't never done it before. I played soccer my whole life. I was I'm a tall, kind of very lean person. Anyways, find it hard to to put on lean muscle. Um, 
and I stopped playing football about a year and a half ago and I'd actually fallen out myself because I was so busy and we're like you know we're always giving to others we're always kind of um, taking care of others and getting their own their training going and and to be honest I fell off the wagon training wise and nutrition to to a point um, so what it, one of the main reasons was, was to refocus and and it did you know because my six sessions in a week um, you know very you know I'd have the odd you know it's a slight deviation but to be honest I pretty much stuck to it and you know you you can't hide it from the camera you know so and the results you know even though it's something I wouldn't be comfortable posing in my pants either but the the, the fight was really good really happy with them and some, some great feedback from them but I, I I echoed that in regards to the accountability because you know you shouldn't be afraid as you said to because these guys are, are, are specialists they're expert in getting people exactly. prepped for these things so just leave it into them it takes out all your work that you're already kind of up the walls anyway same as that so it's there in black and white it's up to you then to follow it because you know some people when I was chatting to Wade and he said people will pay the money and then they just won't do the plan as well and it's like they can't do it for them you know exactly uh, and um, you have to you have to put the effort in because it's like anything in life that's a metaphor for life you know you're not going to get anywhere if you're if you don't put the work in exactly my my one of my one of my favorite sayings is no one will do it for you I just think it's so true in any area of your life and that's the same with the online plans like the lads just give us give us the uh, as I call them Google Maps I'm, it's like me in the online I'm Google Maps we still have to drive like and we get, and they'll get you there but you're doing the driving like so you have to take the wheel and put in the, the graft um, and in regards to the feedback say when you from the lads back at Paul McGee and the football lads when you were saying you're going to do photo shoots and um, and that type of stuff was there there's probably a bit of support was there anyone kind of naysayers or any kind of haters knocking around or um, I have two funny stories actually one was I met a guy on his stag night and he told me Jesus you're gonna uh, you're gonna skinny like you look rotten and next thing the day of his wedding the, the week after the photos came out he goes Jesus I'd only marry you myself man after seeing the photos so it's funny how, how you can um People's perception changed. And my other story was, when I was thinking of signing up for the Men's Physique Show, in your circle we were going to talk about after this, was my friend John Butter O'Leary. He's in Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we were in Killarney. Um, he was just going back to Australia. We were going to the Towers Gym, actually, because you were away, so here was locked. So we couldn't use here. Yeah, so we're in the Towers Gym up the road. And I was like, I'm thinking of doing a Men's Physique Show, but like, Jesus, I don't know, it's not my thing. And he was like, Oh come on man you'd be some crack can you imagine you with your black spiky hair and the gold medal hanging around your neck above in Dublin like so eventually I can see it, I can see it man I literally see it. went in that night and signed up for the for the show and do you know what it, there was a few times I was like oh why did you do it like there was times I'd love to pull out because like it's just hard graft all yeah, the time but yeah, yeah. I won't know I'm that kind of person if I say no, no, I'll I, do something you're going to do it it doesn't matter either yeah. way you're, you're, you're like that you know I know you now it's like you're going to do it 100% or not do it at all so exactly that's just your personality which is great so no I'll be up there supporting you um, now I think it's going to be good you know I think you you're already looking in great shape you know and you still got a while to go so um and just you mentioned there the inner circle so I talk about a lot in my work, workshops and um, <clears throat> what I find more so in probably the last three or four years and I said there's loads you know if things go on in your personal life and stuff um, and you find out who's there and who's not there do you know that kind of way oh, um, and what I find is I was probably in a circle before where you know I was probably given a lot to other people and you know without me knowing it, there's a lot of negatives around and you know the emotional vampires and brian Keane actually a good one where he's like 
you know, if you lie with dogs, you'll get fleas. Or what's the other one about the frog? You know, if you put a frog in hot water, it's going to hop out. But if you put a frog in cold water and warm it up, it's going to stay in. So you'd be surrounded by that. You'll also, you, without you knowing it subconsciously, you'll start to, by osmosis, kind of start being negative as well. So um, by, you know, kind of reanalyzing my circle, so to speak, now there's, there's only maybe three or four in it. <clears throat> they're literally, you know, come rain or shine, they're going to be there and, and they're going to build you up and be... Uh, and, um, promote you and be there for you and that type of thing i think it's it's hugely important that people um and if they need to edit their circle if there's if they feel like you know they're coming out of a room with somebody and they're drained and they're like jesus christ you know um they need to reanalyze that so what's your thoughts on that oh i'm a huge fan of that michael you're the average of the five people you hang around with so you hang around with five drinkers you're going to be the six to one drinking the pint five drug dealers you're going to be dealing so you got to be very careful who you surround yourself with and you learn it with age like you know uh, my circle is just getting smaller and smaller with a few yeah, people same as that same as that and it's not that i've caught ties with them i just limit my time and i'm not it's not that i'm a bad person it's just i just know this isn't for me yeah. these people aren't for me i don't want to be like them i yeah. don't want to be around them and no i'm a huge fan of that it's so inner circle is key especially right. as a teenager and you'll see if you're a teenager growing your, your circle will change and eventually you'll find one that's you'll know what's right for you and who's right for you and who's wrong for you like yeah you know you nailed it there with um you know it'd be hard to cut ties with people but it's not as you said it's just limiting the time you spend with exactly reduce it and choose it wisely exactly so looking forward so um alan and say in the next two to three years um how um you know things are growing really well your online clients you know are increasing you know all the time so um you know, where would you like to go? Obviously, you've got your physique show in September. Any other goals towards the end of the year or anything else you've got planned this year or going into 2020? Um, kind of subconsciously after the men's physique show, I had a feeling I would be putting on my GA boots again, but it's actually happened sooner rather than later. Um, oh, I've right. played a couple of games and I'm going to play again this weekend. So playing GA again, um, it, it's good. I'm enjoying it. I actually fell out of love with the game as a player but um, yeah, I remember so I'll just stop you there but yeah, I remember when you did fall out of it and you weren't enjoying it at no. all and you were just like screw this and then I actually didn't think you'd go back but now you're in a better place and it's more like they're you know they're kind of wanting you back as well like, as know? opposed to me chasing them all the time like yeah. before like um, and I'm enjoying it so that's once the men's physique show finishes um, that'll keep me going towards the end of the year and then I've obviously the Temple Law GA Club um, oh, yeah, and their yeah. SNC coach so they have an exciting uh, they winter good they? What they win? the Kerry County Intermediate Football Championship wow that's brilliant back in May so they're now going for the Munster Championship in November so I'm training with them uh, taking their sessions and the, their players and do you like the, the strength and conditioning side of things you know and yeah. the pitch side stuff you kind of got into haven't you again? very passionate about the strength and conditioning um, very happy with it um, it's completely different to personal training so I got any I suppose I have to really zone into my niche. I really enjoy the personal training one to one, but maybe down the line it could be full time S and C. The online business is always going to be there. Do you know, I can get my you'd see over the next few weeks a lot of transformation clients, you know, nice they're giving me photos and they're what, what out of my plans, my goal is to make people it's not about those pictures at the end before and after. It's so I can let them go being a more educated person where they can go for the next ten years. Oh yeah, I remember Alan taught me that I'm not training today, so I didn't, don't don't eat much carbohydrates. I go out Saturday night, so I'm not going to eat that much that day. Spare my calories for later. That kind of thing. I want all of my plans. It's not a quick fix. 
So I've actually signed people up for 12 weeks and some of them have gone on, I don't even know how, I think it could be 20 weeks. Yeah. I don't even cut ties. It's like, it's kind of when I'm, they're happy and I'm happy, let's go. Money isn't my thing. It's obviously handy. We all need yeah, money yeah, and it's, yeah. it's for, for the value we, we provide, but it's more, give it's service and people are happy. Um, you're not going to please everyone. No. You're not going to, I realize that as well. Like I tried, I tried for years, but you're not going to please everyone in, in personal training, in life in general, but definitely in, in this industry. Like, that's brilliant, uh, Alan. So what we're going to do, we, we could talk for ages. We could be here for three days, I'd Ten say. Away. <laughs> There's going to be a part two and a part three and a four and so on because, um, yeah, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep doing our thing and um, keep keep doing new things, keep doing, you know, first. As I said, there's a lot of firsts for both of us this year and, you know, we're, lo- we're loving life, we're loving the industry, we're loving helping people and what I was trying to say earlier that she kind of forgotten but it's come back to me now is, and you touched on it there perfectly, is is financially okay we need to pay bills we need to you know stuff has to be paid we have to pay the rent however what i see and how you you probably see the same is like the more people we can help the money will take care of itself that's going to work itself out because that's all we're about we're we're empathetic people anyways we just want to see the best out of people want to get the best out of people and you know i see the woman came in today um she was scared enough to come in a few if you saw her a couple of months ago she was scared to come in the door and now she's flying, she's down a stone and a half. But not just that, physically, mentally, she's buzzing. She's she's now about to get a new wardrobe and she, you know, just just, just kind of loving life and just come out of a shell, you know. And that's why I got into the industry and that's why I'm still in it nearly 20 years later because of of that and seeing a change in a person's um, personality and, just, and just, just kind of enjoying life again because life just wasn't pleasant, you know. And now that gives them, you know, if they're seeing it themselves, sometimes it takes a while for them to physically see it because people can say you look great, but then they might think, oh, you're just saying it. But And I, with the podcast I did um, about do you see what or do you see what I see was about, you know, sometimes that person can't see, but now she's seeing it because she's seeing the changes. And, you know, that that's all, that's the best feedback we could ever ask for. Exactly. And now what I say even about even this podcast, now if one person listens to it and takes it away, enough for me that's brilliant that's there a was win. times in instagram i was like god why am i even saying this stuff and then you just if, if i had a quiet week you'd say someone like someone said to you jesus you've been very quiet are you all right like and it's fun it's funny that how people buy into yeah, which yeah, is yeah. nice and it just keeps you going if one if one person learns something takes something it's worth it for me oh, yeah. i mean it. every one of my clients they follow you as well and they they love you they're always saying no no i get a lot from i get so much from alan and he's he's funny but he's just so knowledgeable so everyone i come in contact with is 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 a fan so you can't not be a fan of ADF. I think. <laughs> so, um, again, as I said, we could talk for hours, but we're going to sort of bring it towards a, a close for, for today anyways. But I'm going to finish off with a few questions, Al. Um, quick fire. No, not, not quick fire. We're just going to finish with a few questions. And the first one is, um, what, if anything, scares you? Oh, tough question. But what scares me is that I look back, hopefully, as an, an old man and I've full of regrets i just want to have a life where i'm like god yeah i achieved that i'm so happy um so basically you're never gonna have a regret for your life but where i lived the life to the full like where i was like every day was like yeah that was great i saw this i enjoyed that part of the world kids grandkids yeah. do you know what i mean i remember my wedding day my friends uh weddings so i just want to have a, a regret-free life as much as i can and that one that's full of enjoyment brilliant love that love that yeah, and I'd be the same. Uh, okay, number two is what inspires you, basically, or who inspires you, or what inspires you. 
you know what, Michael? Uh, it's a bit cringe for now that said it, but it's actually my mother. Like, um, yeah, no, mothers are important. She's the poor woman has been knocked down as many times as Anthony Joshua got knocked down against uh, the Mexican guy. <laughs> she's, with, uh, she's a tough woman for South Korea. Yeah. Exactly, she's tough as nail, but like she does inspire me. Like she's been like a list of stuff that's happened. The poor lady, and I just she gets up every day, like, and she's always in pretty good form, like, and. 99% of the time like, and I just learned she kind of does inspire me I'd never say it to her like I tried to say it to her one day on WhatsApp I send her a love heart to the other I loved her she was like what was that message she, she, she's not into the old What's technology yeah yeah but uh, no she definitely inspires me because she just keeps going yeah yeah, 100% the mother I'm, I'm exactly the same with your answers like yeah yeah mother, mother's uh, my mummy's boy but um, yeah, they're tough old, they're tough women aren't they you can't beat uh, them by like letter yeah exactly and you can't go wrong they always make things better and as well uh, when you're not feeling great exactly okay last question um so what book or books it can be one two three books or however you want um has influenced you the most or literally stopped you when you read it or listened to it i know you're into your audible books and you were like jesus christ this is unreal um at audible at the moment is i'm just loving it like it's so good on, on holidays there i was i was hammering home books david goggins you can't hurt me is an amazing book is it? Oh, yeah. that's on the list that, you oh. have to man it's, it's 13 hours long but it, and it's a bestseller for a reason oh it's so good like what he's been been through um thinking grow rich by napoleon hill is a great book i'm on that at the minute yeah, yeah i'm actually i re-downloaded today to re-listen to it because I'm after finishing a book this morning called The The Miracle Morning with Hal Elrod. I shared on my story today. That's a pretty good book. So I've I just love my books. Like um reading books then I just finished a book called Survive and Thrive, um, for Jim Afromo. It's a mindset one for athletes, which is good. Uh I reread The Secret and Holidays. Sarah and myself reread it each because it's such a sharp book. That's a great book to start. It's just yeah. uplifting, it's positive. And the third book, oh, the Green Platform by Declan Kyle. I remember you saying about that. Yeah. I love that book. His quote: "If it is to be, it's up to me." I just love it. It's that's brilliant. brilliant that, that's a good one to to finish on. That uh, that sums up. Perfect. Okay, buddy. So, um, thanks a million for coming in. And as I said, I've been when I when I started the podcast, um, I was like this, you know, trying to. I'll be getting Alan in as soon as I could to, um, you know, to get on it. Um, as I said, he's. You know he's he's done a lot already, but there's you know I can visualize you know huge things happening, um, and there's no better man and who deserves it more than than himself. So, thanks Alf for coming in, appreciate it, and it won't be the last time you'll be on the uh, Studio Seven podcast. Hopefully, definitely that Mike. No, it's really enjoyable. No, it's just it's flawed. What are we in forty over forty minutes? Like it's yeah, like, and it felt like hardly you know five minutes. So um, you know we could we could do this all day as well, but um, you know until the next time and we'll we'll pick it up. And and maybe when in and around your um your stage show um, yeah it'd be we, great just to get them again and get a feedback from yeah from, from that process and um we look forward to to supporting you on stage buddy so um yeah so thanks for listening guys um and if you you know like the episode um try if you could you know give us a rating um go on to Apple Podcasts um great to get a, a five and start moving moving in the charts and even just tagging on your Instagram story myself and Alan and um, we'll, we'll share it on our own platforms so just a quick one there Al where, where can people find you where can people see you where can people contact you um, I'm basically physically based in the Europe Hotel a lot um, a lot of the time but on Instagram it's at Alan Devan Fitness and the same for Facebook at, um, at Alan Devan Fitness and yeah you see me wrong Clarny 
Can't miss me. <laughs> Big stupid hidden me. <laughs> Big happy hidden me. <laughs> Great stuff. So um, appreciate it, buddy. And until the next time, have okay. a good week, guys. See you later on.